Jesus Christ. <laughs> when the politicians keep politicking before you turn to excessive drinking, spend some time collecting. I have right. Why? Why? Why, Rai? For my eyes. The truth mm. is, I don't is there a sky no in the eye? I just. That's a lie. I don't know you should try. Can I? But why? Nah. It's a tie. Somebody fried this guy's lie. My jai, why lie, fry, bye. Bye. And hello. All my little snowflakes out there. Welcome back to Politinkering. Yay. Yay. My name is Sean Patrick O'Brien. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh-oh. Is that's, it really? That's Sean. For, yeah. Mm. What's your middle name, Sean? None of your goddamn business. Okay. Lakers. <laughs> Lakers. It's Lakers. Lakers. <laughs> Sean Lakers Faw. Yeah. Uh, Richard. Sean, don't say things. I do what I want. Sean Dick Faw. Yep. All right. Dick Faw. My middle name is Dick. Shawnee Dick Faw. Or Dick is my middle name. And then Joseph... Yeah. Daniel. I knew that, actually. Wow. I How'd you know that? that? We've, we've had this discussion over the last, at some point in the last two years. Mm. You're weird. We talk a lot. We do. Yeah. yeah. But that's okay. That's okay. Mm. It's okay. It's, I like it. <laughs> I will go so far as to say I like it. As long as you're listening. Me? <laughs> I'm listening. I don't we, think you like it all the time. You seem to not enjoy all of this process. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. I think we've got a nice rhythm, though. We got it. We got it worked out. I'm happy. I'm yeah. pleased. I mean, Joey doesn't enjoy it all the time either. No, that's true. But I don't enjoy really. <laughs> I, I don't enjoy anything. So if I enjoy something, it's really we, crazy. I think we just like to fight, so it's all okay. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's, it's a question. There's a question, and then we have to try to find the truth of it. Mm. That's what we do here at yeah. Politinkering on the half round. That's all we do. We try to do it as quickly as possible, and we think, and we love. And we go away and we say goodbye. We drink alcohol. tinkering on the half round sounds like a seafood dish. I know. That's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, before we get to it, remember to follow us at Politinkering on the Twitters there. You can also follow Joey Bonnier at uh, joebonnier.edu. Joey you can also follow uh, fallcast.com uh, at uh, text before calling. And you can go over to our website, donate to our PayPal page, and you can check out our other shows, Literally Literary, Going Down to South Park, Wow Wow Westworld, and of course, Text Before Calling, the OG show with Eric the Wheelman Wheeler. And uh, goodbye. Anyway, I am conflicted, by the way, about your, your inside joke about my website, because I do find it funny <laughs> and I do like consistent jokes on, on podcasts. I'm trapped with your it. website, josephbonier.edu.org. Oh, your Twitter. His Twitter yeah, handle yeah. at jobonier.edu. Yeah. I've never, and I, I know I'm conflicted with it too. Like I don't. I can't, I'm stuck. I'm trapped. I'm I don't trapped. want people to really be misled, but. I know. It how is many funny. Twi- how many Twitter followers do you have? <laughs> I don't have a lot. I have okay. like 140. Okay. That's not bad. I don't even <laughs> think the show I don't really, like, really want a lot. I just want a little more and I want like five trolls. But you know mm. that that's what happens yeah. every time. Sean says it every time. Oh, I know. But okay. I think it's still confusing. Yeah. Of course it is. Yeah. <laughs> totally. So is Twitter. Okay. I know. I, don't, I actually don't know how to I use hate Twitter. Twitter. I don't know how to use it. I use it. it for the posting of this show and once in a while getting yelled at by Wheeler. That's fair. You, you really don't know how to use Twitter. You got made fun of one time, I remember, when we were getting trolled by that. Uh, Me? Yeah. We were, oh. Remember when we all got into that Care Bears type of defense Not on Twitter? Really. What? Uh, we defended our guys against this really uh, annoying tw- uh, 
what is his name? I don't remember his name. He was uh, some guy on a message board. He was Wheeler's friend. Wheeler knew him. Sanj? No. Oh. I don't know. What's the point? Yeah. No point. It God damn it. Okay. Try having a point once in a while. Well, let's have a question. It, I have a question. <laughs> if we, here's, here's how we find points. We develop questions. Oh. And here at Politinkering, we go after the hard ones. Mm-hmm. We haven't done this in a while. We've been talking about politics for <laughs> so long. Hard ones. And I don't know when this will come out because this is an evergreen show. But I do have a question that I hope is going to be evergreen that we'll always be able to get to, guys. <sighs> False. Okay. False? Okay. Close. <laughs> um, is there a God? Is there a God? You haven't done this one? I thought we did that. We have not done this one. This really? direct question? Okay. This direct question? Okay. Maybe it'll be a five-minute episode. Okay. Maybe it'll be a 40-minute episode. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do I mean when I say God? What do other mm. people mean when they say yeah, God? Yeah. Is there a God is the tangible thing? What do they mean God is love? Does that mean, we've, you know, we've... Depends we've, on what is is. We've stuck this into so many episodes before, and we've had this conversation before, but not kind of, kind of not in a while, and I feel like it's fair to revisit, because... The first question also is, is this the most important question in the universe? I mean, I, I, you know, where did we all come from? Where are we all going? What, what, what is the Can meaning of meaning? What is the meaning of life? Is there a meaning of life? Is that a, is that a relevant question? Um, if there is no God, then what does that mean for the state of our ways? I mean, th- is there any point to anything if there's not? And can you find meaning without a God? Um, it, we've had that discussion before, if I remember correctly. I don't know, man. So, is there a God? Joey. Really? You're going to jump to the end? <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, you can't, you know what I have to answer. I know. And that's why I'm going to have to, you're going to have to defend yourself. You're going to start with the end <laughs> or and work backwards? Or you could backwards? say the other way. You could say the other answer. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is just a setup. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I don't know. Man. Really? Man. You don't know, man. Really? That's actually an unexpected answer. Exactly. It was. Well, he, he knew I was trying to set him up. Yeah, yeah. That's why I don't I know if that's expected. an evasive answer or a. Um, <laughs> it's the right answer, unfortunately. It, I, well, yeah, obviously, but I uh, I thought Joey was a little bit more um, uh, stalwart in his um, fervent anti-theism. Yeah, that's fair to say because I think I've gone through a change, and, and you know what I say? I always say change happens. <laughs> the fuck? Sorry, this is the thing you always say. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Okay. It's a callback from previous podcast. All right. Um, Jesus Christ. My point is, uh, I do. I used to be more anti-theist. I used to be more of the Hitchens. I know that God does not exist, um, but I feel the like that's not fair. You know. That's just not a fair answer. I don't. I can't ma- make a claim like that. So uh, I will have to defer to most agnostic atheists, as we've discussed before. I think it's just a <laughs> yeah a higher power. <laughs> I don't. I don't know, man. That's the answer. I don't. I just don't know. So I can't make a claim. That's all. Wow. That shows over. That was going to be a five-minute show. <laughs> Sean Fah, what do you what, what do you think? Um, well, I, I, so this gets into, um, you know, we really have to go through and define all of these things because, you know, what we call God and what you call God and what he calls God. That's, that's where are, I was going to go next, yeah. but you're welcome to take it. Well, that, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I, I don't know, man, because I don't know what we're calling God. Okay. So if we're going to narrow things down, if we're going to say, you know, dude with white robes and a beard in the sky, probably not. Um, but if we are going to consider God, the sort of, uh, collective consciousness of, uh, all living things, then possibly. Um, okay. <laughs> well, what do you mean in the possibly sense? Um, sorry, you stopped talking right when I was in the middle of taking yeah, it. No, that was, was, this, this that was intentional. <laughs> There's just a little bit of dead air. I deeply apologize. 
God. Um, no, as I've uh, stated before, I am uh, not anti-theist, but more closely, I guess, if I'm going to believe anything, it is more of either the force or Taoism or just that sort of uh, general collective um, sort of hive uh, thing. Um, I have very difficult time understanding or um, contemplating nothingness. So to me, death being nothingness in the eternal blackness just um, seems, I, I don't know if it's just anticlimactic or if it's just um, impossible to... It's like a bad ending. It is. You're like, like, you're like, I, you it's know, probably right, but I just don't like it. Exactly, it's yeah. It's like the I mean, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. You're totally. Like, <laughs> even, even if there's like, there's like a thousand other answers it could be. And why not just pick one of those to believe? Because, you know, nothingness is kind of well, a why crappy not? answer. Why not? Why, why not? Why what? not? Just, what is the argument against that? Obviously, you can make that claim. Uh, what would be the pick, argument against just picking one? Um, I mean, obviously, you know, if you just pick one at random, that's a little bit. Uh, um, but I mean, if from a scientific point of view, if you're saying that none of them are right, then they're all just essentially chosen at random or by birthright. So there's. Well, I mean, I, I, so science would probably say none of them have met their burden of proof yeah, yeah. of the claim. So it's not that none of them are right. It's say, just that none uh, of them have been proven to be correct. Scientists, but yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, at this point, we don't really have to have the anti like the anti-theist discussion, but we can still, if you know, we can still argue the question or whether or not the claim has been made. Mm -hmm. And so if there is, if there is a proposition that something happens after you die, yeah. that's perfectly fine. It just needs to be assessed and sort of studied in a weird way. And in, then we figure out whether or not it's probable. In, I mean, it's true. Well, in, in, in a way that is really a completely separate question too. Um, you know, whether or not there is mm -hmm. a God is a separate it, from a life after death. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. let's stick with God then. Yeah. Let's just stick with God then. Um, but you were, you still said that you have this, this kind of weird drive to, or not weird drive, but this sort of, um, you're sticking with the idea. You're trying to define it in the, the collective, what is it? Is it energy? Is it, is it existence? I mean, what <clears throat> the, the force basically, yeah, can yeah. you try to define that better? Um, I, I, it is a collective unconscious in, in my most clear vision of it. It is basically the the cloud of consciousness, okay. um, but that includes the consciousness of all living things. What about a rock, though? Why it, why is a rock separate from well, that, those things? In that, I'm not sure if I can define a rock as a living thing or not, um, and so it may or may not be included in this collective consciousness. I, I can I can it's not a living thing. That is a a, a timeline to be seen. Um, so, you know, I mean, I, I would certainly include things like trees and whatnot in this collective unconscious. Sure. There is a, um, a rock doesn't grow. A rock doesn't change. There's no organic matter in the sense of it, it being alive. Mm. It doesn't have to have consciousness, but it, a, a rock in and of itself is not. There are many different thing. types of rocks. I just, uh, <laughs> sure. No, no, that's fair. That's totally fair. Well, you you want to explain some? You probably know better than I do. Well, no, I mean, there, there are certainly rocks that grow. And, you know, there are, you know, crystals. Crystals are something that grow. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And that we Quartz consider them a rock. We can, sure. you know, um, you know, it is, uh, I, I, I can't just draw a line directly at rocks. You a know, pebble that, of sand. Yeah. Pebble uh, of sand. Let's talk I, about a pebble of sand. <laughs> most likely. Most likely not. But then again, most pebbles of, or a lot of that is like broken down shells. So that was a living thing at some point and it is just the remnants of that so are my bones you know part of that no because you know my collective consciousness has already left that so it is you know a remnant of 
Well, uh, nevertheless. Uh, so, okay. <laughs> you know what? Even still, yeah, yeah. the reason I'm asking is because when you say the collective consciousness, mm -hmm. it would be kind of a, a now thing that you're talking about. Not necessarily. In other words, um, if, if, an ast if there are no other living things on any other planets in this world and, or in this entire, in the cosmos, like forget the universe, let's just presuppose that. Okay. I, I know it's a very, it's a, it's, <laughs> it's a hugely, no, okay. no, for sure. Like, but it's just for the sake <laughs> yeah. of this, yeah, yeah, just totally. so I understand what you're dish. saying. Yeah. yeah. Just so I understand what you're saying. Let's mm -hmm. just say there is no life anywhere else in any universe ever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, if an asteroid came and destroyed this universe completely, would there mm -hmm. still be a consiousness because nothing is quote alive anymore everything is literally incinerated into nothing well, I, I um i see it as timeless um i see it as outside of universal time so it is it you know it, that consciousness is and always will be and so you know when you become a person you are essentially like a bubble forming onto you know the the uh, the bed of a river that is the consciousness and so that that bubble will you know be there for a little while and it will burst and it will become part of the river again but that river always is and always was okay what is this consciousness you're talking about i'm not sure i understand um it, it, i guess closely uh, it would resemble like a um an insect colony so like the uh, the sort of hive mind concept of um you know ants or bees or something like that where you know um they just kind of instinctively work that's not there's no thought behind it it's it is an instinct thing that persists among the group right but there is a a greater knowledge from the sum of the parts so as a group this you know group of colony or this group of ants mm -hmm. or let's go with bees so a group mm -hmm. of bees knows how to build a beehive mm -hmm. one individual bee doesn't necessarily know how to build an entire beehive mm -hmm. but together they become this thing and to me that is kind of you know what happens to our spirit in the the uh, the, in the larger sense of the it, the grander scheme of the cosmos, exactly. Um, what what evidence are you using to to make that claim? Um, most of it comes from um, uh, well, a lot of just my Christian Catholic upbringing of not being able to let go of a an afterlife <laughs> the idea or of something better, yeah, the idea some, of something, something bigger, larger something than us, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, if I'm going to set aside my completely analytical brain of nothingness and decide to choose something, um, that is the the most apparent to me, especially okay. when we get into um, this. I don't know when this episode will come out, but at some point we read on literally literary a book called uh, Dancing Woolly Master Woolly Masters. Um, it is a book that goes into quantum uh, mechanics and string theory. And was I here for that? No, no, this okay. was uh, a cool. yeah a Sam some sort of episode. Bullshit. Yeah, well, yeah, totally. Cool. Uh, um, the uh, uh, Mr. Derek Laporte was uh, filling in for you. Nice. Um, oh, really? That wasn't the reaction I was expecting. Um, but uh, it, uh, that w that is a well, string theory in general is something that leads me more towards this idea of a a universal collectiveness. What? Because when everything is broken down, everything becomes basically vibrations. And so, I mean, that, that's a totally you know. Um, uh, 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 it's like, it's like a shifting, yeah. Saying, it's a shifting the goalpost a little yeah, bit. Yeah. I mean, if you're making a claim for one thing, and then you like, if, if string theory can exist separate from your argument, oh, without a doubt, yeah, yeah, yeah no, exactly. No. And and more importantly, if you're like utilizing the potential validity of string theory mm -hmm. to confirm the fact that there is an afterlife, because strings will always persist, and kind of links 
universes to universes and, mm-hmm. and allows the cosmos to persist. And it is what caused the Big Bang in a weird way. And mm-hmm. it'll, it, it is an answer to everything. Well, I, I guess the real question I'd have is why, why go further to define it from, as this other thing when we have this perfectly acceptable term for what actually is and what is sort of scientifically provable in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, you- the same reason I watch Alex Jones, um, <laughs> <laughs> the, the fairy tale of it all. Yeah, with, without a doubt, literally okay. that that is um, that is my view of my uh, what quasi religious viewpoint, whatever you want to call well, it, is that like I said, I you know analytically I see you know nothingness and nothingness is just not a fun thing to think about, and so I'm going to choose something that makes kind of sense. You know, okay, so. I really like this, and I kind of want to go. I, so maybe, maybe, maybe we can broaden my scheme. We, we all know my fucking bullshit O'Brien. You know, whatever. What do we call it? The Prime Directive, right? I want to be believe as many true oh, things yeah, and as yeah. few things as possible. Yeah, that's for, in in this case, that's the only thing that matters. What was the other one I had again? It's like I oh uh, minimize unnecessary human harm at all costs, oh, yeah, yeah. or not at all costs, but just, un, un, uh, just minimize to, to minimize un- unnecessary, unnecessessary human harm, harm like harm. Um, yeah. Minimize. Um. Anyway, so but in this thing, I believe as many true things and as true false things as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, I basically just stated in many more words that I don't subscribe to that. <laughs> not really, though, because here's the thing: it's not that. So it's also double you, think you because I, yeah. Well, you haven't. You aren't asserting it. Yeah. All you're saying is it'd be nice to think about this because I don't like to think about this other thing. Kind of. Yeah. So if I ask you. Do you believe a God exists? Your answer will be, I don't know, man, because I'm not even really sure what it is. Yeah, yet, correct? Right. Exactly. So, I, so, but I, I guess that's what's nice in a weird way is that this is sort of an extra step that can, that might even lead to like a weird new way of conversing because it's not that you're necessarily asserting one thing or the other. It's that you've opened it up to a spe- specific pontification, to a fairy tale, <laughs> to the idea of, hey, let's not even believe that it's true, but let's just, let's allow for Alex Jones in this world, because what we can do in the end is use this assertion to further, it, it's like it's like sci-fi versus actual hard science. It's like, let's look yeah. at this novel that somebody wrote as something crazy, and then maybe it can inform what science actually is. Without a doubt, right? yes. And, yeah, Alex and, Jones is sci-fi. That is. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? That's the thing. Now, Mr. Bonier, I need you to, I need you to open up on this. <laughs> what is the harm of that? What is the harm of allowing... What is the harm of... of, of indulging in fantasy? Yeah, why, yes. why can't what I just live in my little in world here where hobbits I, are perfectly real? Perfectly said. <laughs> I think that... Well, one, it, it leads to... Um, Indulging in other fantasies that can be hurtful. Some are some are completely victimless, right? You you know, reading Infowars is completely victimless, but you know, maybe it comes down to. But mo- shooting up a pizza parlor isn't correct. Certainly. Exactly, actually, a great example yeah. But, um, because yeah, two people can take it very differently. Yeah. So, to me, I, that's just kind of always the problem I had with faith was because it seems to actually me, he didn't shoot up that pizza parlor. He just went there with a the gun. He shot like a ceiling. Or didn't he? Oh, uh, no, I think fire? he just went in with the gun. No, oh, okay. he, he, he fired off a warning shot into the ceiling. Yes. Oh, did okay. Yes. okay. Right. Sorry. That's fine. Um, we I'm, want to believe as many true things and as many. <laughs> pander to me. <laughs> I was justifying my interruption. <laughs> Sorry, Joey. Uh, what I was saying was about was my deal with faith was that yeah I understand that it, it's it's your belief you believe in something you wanted and the idea of it is believing it without specific evidence but that to me is also the whole downside of it is you're willing to then take other things without evidence and that goes back to O'Brien's true thing yeah. prime directive so. 
that's my issue with it. I, I don't think faith inherently is a good thing. It can be a good thing, but it can also be a horrible thing. Mm-hmm. When can it be a good thing? Well, I mean, it, simply just the faith the, in all, yourself. <laughs> yeah, I was I was just going to name all the specific oh. benefits of religion. Yeah. You know, whatever charity or whatnot. What you know, literally charity, helping out people who have been you know. Well, fucked up by Hurricane Harvey or something. I don't know. Uh, um, this is something... Uh, or Irma or Jose, depending on when this comes out. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, Garagos and Carolla were talking about this um, on Reasonably de- Reasonable Doubt. Um, basically, just the idea that like um, uh, Carolla is an atheist, but he is in favor of other people having religion because it, it in the absence of religion, people tend to take other things to um, to supplement that. So there seems to be this sort of general human nature of like wanting at least, if not the mythology of religion, the camaraderie of religion. That's sort of a place to go every week, a place to commune with people, rituals to do, reasons to keep doing these things over and over again. And like even atheists and uh, you know non-theists are you know going to celebrate Christmas and they still celebrate Thanksgiving and there is like a a fun ritualness to that and there is something to be said for. Or religion in general in that way. I agree, uh, but I think, and this is Woody Hitchens' argument, is that basically all of those things, there's a secular version of them. So Right, and that's the problem. The extrapolation of that is that if people need those things, then they will turn to other things that are less... Um, uh, Beneficial less, to society? Yeah, exactly, okay. yes. Well, I think, so, the, I mean, okay. you know, that's where we get Antifa, and that's where we get, you know, people that are, uh, you know... Uh, it's that possible, was, but I, I don't. I don't think, in the absence of religion, people will turn to the darker sides of those groups. I think it's fair to say that they'll use the secular versions of those groups. I mean, I, if you were if you were building homes for I don't know a Catholic Habitat for Humanity, maybe mm-hmm. you'll do it for the secular Habitat for Humanity. A- any unfounded dogma can have just as much like detrimental effects as that's, as they yeah. can be, you know beneficial effects that's, yeah. that's the real problem Horrors it, isn't done yeah. in the name of every religion exactly so. there needs to be something underneath it all to yeah. drive why it's there and and if that thing it's if it's found on something that's not true then then you know you could fall into a lot of different traps that are dangerous yeah um rather than than having something that you're founded on that's true like okay it's it's probably better not to hurt people unnecessarily for any reason whatsoever. But you know what I mean? In, in a feudal society, it is an easy way to control the masses. Absolutely. And but it we is can a find, useful tool of the... It's not... Un, uh, no, no. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with the tool. Yeah. Besides the fact that you mm. can and do harm in, with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Know. You know what I mean? At, at, at its core. It's, well, no, go ahead, Joey. It's not manipulating the masses. The whole idea of it is kind of creepy. Oh. Using it as a tool, whether it's... I mean, money is a manipulation of the masses. It's not, <laughs> not quite as religion, though. It's not to me. It's not deluding people into a fantasy. It's- That's kind of interesting, though. You're right. What if you could? What if you? We literally developed a society where instead of telling people that you'd go to hell, or, or you know, or, or you'd go to heaven if you do good things or bad things, you just you do, you give people money for doing good things, and you mm-hmm. don't give them money for doing bad things, or you take away their money for doing bad things. Like and you well, actually and all of a sudden the, altruism. Yeah, yeah like exactly. all of a sudden the religion of the dollar becomes yeah. becomes what governs the society. Greed itself. is good, like really. Yeah, this sounds like <laughs> well, Anne Rand's fantasy. It's not that greed is good. It's that you think it sounds like Anne Rand's fantasy. Why? Well, it sounds like the market solves everything, right? You know, the 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 good people will get the money, the poor people will be punished. Oh well, I, I just mean as far as a a punishment slash reward based system. You know what I mean? Not necessarily that the, there are no markets in this world. Yeah. 
But, uh, no, I know. I was just saying the, the, the outcome is the same. You're right. The, the idea of giving someone money is a little literally well, different. I mean, but it, we, like we give people awards. We give people like yeah, keys to the tips. city or like, um, you know, the like if you were, you know, just a random dude that like stopped a burglary or something like the mayor will come out and give you like a pin or something. I'm all on board with that. What, what's no, wrong? I, I, money, I think. Yeah, what's wrong money. with giving them? Yeah, no, it's great. I think I think more but rewards. Then, uh, does that then just create vigilante Remember, justice? Remember, I'm the guy who said, I think we should give people money for like voting and stuff like that. I, I think that's mm. not money, but I don't know, a tax break. You're just in favor of giving money away all the time, aren't you? Yeah, I really am like, I'm like, throwing, I'm, like uh, I'm like the Joker in the end of the first Batman, just Man. throwing out money in a parade. <laughs> to Here. Prince, to, to Prince Music Council. Oh my yeah. God, just like always yes. with Prince Music. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, well, Okay. I mean, I guess that's fine. Uh, usually, <laughs> wait, how do you, or do you, I don't know, can yeah, we I turn the question onto you a little bit? What it, is there a God for me? Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I, so I, I figured. yeah, I mean, yeah. it's a pretty easy one. Of course you can, please. The, my initial instinct is always kind of, I don't know, man, literally no matter what. So <laughs> like, it's just easy enough for me to say, well, what do you believe in? Why? And then me kind of poke holes in your argument so I can sort of determine what it is that so I never believe have based to decide on you. What you believe. I never actually have to have a conviction for fucking anything. And yeah. I kind of don't. It's, it's nice. just easier for me. It must yeah. be nice. Yeah. It is. Well, <laughs> more importantly, it's the default. You know what I mean? It, it really should be the default for everybody. Yeah. If you don't Makes know sense. something and you don't really have as much back, literally to the degree of is there truth, period. I mean, that's what philosophers yeah. have, have struggled with for, you know, eternity. <laughs> well. I mean, that's essentially the problem with the, the religification of our politics right now. I, I think that does go into it. The, you know, the fact that people are less religious, they are devoting more of that to this fervent politics yeah. and just taking the side of whichever group you belong to rather than actually looking at each individual thing as it comes down the pipe. Sure. Well, so, but to, to answer the question in and of itself as to why I don't know, man, it's that the burden of proof hasn't been met in any of the instances where if someone has said God X exists. Um, and, and for the ones where, so, you know, that's literally all. So any Judeo Christian God, yeah. all of, all of, you know, Greco Roman gods, all of Egyptian gods, all of Norse mythology, et cetera, all the way down the line. All of those myths are oh, equally well, Odin's cool. stories to me. Odin's, Odin. it's not that he's not cool. He's just not real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of cool ones. Yeah. They're all cool. I mean, even, yeah. even Yahweh is pretty fucking cool. He's just a terrible villain. It's pretty rad. Mm. Um, I, <laughs> which is cool yeah it's cool I mean and, and look all of these myths are, there's nothing wrong with them to be great stories and, yeah. and you can gain so many things from all of these stories it, yep. just as much well, how to kill your wife how a to little kill bit your less kids. than yeah, how, to, how to enslave people and how many oxen that is worth your daughter no, well no, no, keep in mind it's not how to if that story exists in whatever book we're talking about we still can can talk about yeah. the story in and of itself as to whether it's good or bad you know what I mean? Regardless of yeah. any, regardless of whether or not you it's should or shouldn't tale do it, too. yeah, it could be a morality tale. It's you know they're all parables. It's yeah. you know it's it's uh, the thousand What's metaphors on how to stop being a dick. What's pa the difference? Parable between versus them? metaphor. Yeah, yeah. A parable is no. a story. Oh, parable versus morality tale. A parable versus a morality tale. Yeah. A parable doesn't necessarily have to include morality. A parable can still be. A parable is just a story then. No, it's it's a metaphorical story. Oh. But but it could but it doesn't have to have morality embedded in it. You can have a parable about. Yeah, I did always assume there was like a moral at the end. of No, it. you yeah. can have a power. Not necessarily. The, the, okay. There, a lot of them there are because it's like, okay, and the moral well, is. Yeah, yeah. But you could have a parable as far. Well, you know, on, an ontological parable would be a parable that that talks about the existence of something, yeah. right? So you know, the parable of the the parable of the I'm making this up. Um, the the disembodied voice, mm. right? 
the we had a little mouse who was walking along the streets one day and he heard a voice that said, you know, hey, you should cross the street. So yeah. the little mouse crossed the street and it didn't get hit by a car. So the little mouse said, wow, something above me is telling me to do things so that I might continue to live forever. And it continues, you know, we go all the way down the line until the, the mouse is about to die. And literally the mouse, you know, finishes in the, and the, the voice above said, okay, my child, that is it. And then the mouse dies. And that's it. And that's the parable of the, the disembodied voice. Gotcha. There's no morality in it. It's a parable about a mouse who believes in a higher power Yeah, like, for, for, for maybe founded or unfounded. I like the ship of Theseus. You like the ship of Theseus, or, or, or like, or like, like the ship of Theseus is yeah, like a there's, parable. There's no morality to it, really. There is just yes, correct. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Um, okay. Anyway, <laughs> the well, okay. Well, there was one extra. Step I was going to give you the part. definition, but that's fine. Please, oh. no, go. Yeah, the fine. thing is, it does have a little bit of a moral in it. it says the parable is a succinct didactic story in prose or verse that illustrates one or more instructive lessons or principles. How's how's there morality in that? Lesson or principle? Yeah, that's a connotation, but not, not a direct, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. a principle is like... You know. No, a principle. No. A principle of whether or not there is or is not a god. Is yeah, it? again, like the ship of Theseus. It's, it's a principle. It's not necessarily a morality. So okay. it's like, uh, you know, it's a process. It's a thing that can happen. Sure. But there's nothing really moral or amoral about it. Right, I mean, the, that's the Wikipedia. The other one does say more. Um, the, the Google one says moral, but whatever. It doesn't well, matter. okay. The, by the way, so quick tangent. I like I I'm tempted to figure out a new way to add to the Sean O'Brien Prime Directive, which or O'Brien Prime Directive, OB Prime Directive, whatever we're gonna fucking call it. Mm-hmm. OB one, OB two, something, <laughs> <laughs> something along the lines of of kind of a victim. That was probably oh, your don't number do it. two. Don't yeah. do it. It was up there. It was up there. It was up there. Um, uh, a a Wittgenstein version of what now. Wittgenstein? I can't is that right like, now. I can't it, with Wittgenstein. Tune into. <laughs> tune into. I'll explain it in a bit. Wittgenstein is fucking. Is rad. it like a type of accordion or like a? He's a. He was it's a, a country in Europe. He, uh, he was an Austrian philosopher <laughs> or a German philosopher. I can't really remember. Actually, 20th century. Whatever. He. I, I can't. I can't right now with Wittgenstein. I'm sorry. But try. Try to have your the the, the words you've stated or written um, match as closely to the ideas you're expect you're proposing as possible okay to you know to whatever it is mm-hmm. some sort some sort of uh, some sort of idea of the 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 accuracy of well the accuracy of words mm. the accuracy of the words you've chosen to state right. mean what you say uh is say that, what you that, mean actually say what you, oh, sorry, say yeah, what you mean simple. because the mean what you say is slightly different yeah, obviously so a sans prose or verse it's more the intent that is important it is the intent that is important, but but strive to make your intent as understood as possible. Mm. And if you if you are not understood, that is it is your burden to ma- to be understood. Oh, totally. It is no one else's. It is no one else's obligation to understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, I don't know. So so, <laughs> but the quick quick back to the parable thing. Um. My my story of the mouse with or my story of the the mouse who hears the disembodied voice mm-hmm. is that anything? Is there another way to call? that story other than a parable fable sure but a fable is like a type of parable in a way i mean a fable actually no sure. a fa- a fa- no because a fable is broader a fable do- a parable is a type of fable a fable doesn't necessarily actually wait whatever sorry a fable doesn't <laughs> have to have i think i broke them i know this is a rhombus but a rhombus isn't a square a fable doesn't have to have um, a moral to it or including even well, uh, a, even an underlying it doesn't have to be a metaphor a fable doesn't have to be a metaphor a parable does i feel like they all are though some of them are, not all of them. You can draw whatever you want from them, but it's not intended as such. 
A fable okay. is just a fable. It's just a story. And there uh, are true th- fables, by the way. I feel like they all have animals. So they're all like trying to tell a story through animals. A lot of them are. Some of them aren't. Oh, okay. A fable? A fable is just a broad thing. You can create a fable right now. So well, does God I, exist? The, I fable, the fable of the wallet that liked things. You know what I mean? There's that no, seems like a metaphor. I No, there's no metaphor at all. It's just the a wallet. wallet. is just a wallet? It's just a wallet that liked things. One, once upon a time, there was a wallet that liked things. It walked over to the store and it looked inside and it saw things it liked. And then it went down the street and it saw things it liked as well. And then it went to bed and it liked sleeping. But then when it woke up, it was hungry and it ate things and it liked to eat. And then one day, the wallet died. That's just the fable of the wallet who liked things. There's no parable there. It's just, you can, okay. you might be able to draw some like metaphorical things, but it's sort of. Yeah, you shouldn't go around liking things all the time. You're why? It die. didn't die. It always, everything dies. <laughs> now you're drawing a moral from it. <laughs> but does God exist? I don't know, man. <laughs> Wait, really? Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, how long was that? Half an hour. And the politicians okay. keep politicking before you turn to excessive drinking. Spend some time collectively politinkering with the show where I don't know, man. It's a warm up. I was just reading an article kind of about this question by Gervais. Ricky Gervais? He says the better question is, um, do you believe in God? Just straight up ask people that. Sure, and then why? Instead of, is there a God? Why is that a better question? Uh, Because you can get down to it. Um, Because you can believe something without it having to have been proven true. So, you know, I can believe that there's a God, but if you, you, you know, if you ask me if God exists and I believe in God, those can be two different answers. I can believe that God exists, but I can acknowledge that there may not be a God. You certainly yeah. can believe in many things that aren't true. The question is, should you? My answer would be no, decidedly <laughs> no. I don't think it's beneficial to believe things that are not true. And I think most people would say that. I mean, is it, is it mm. a good thing to believe something that's I hope not so. true? I hope so. Santa Claus? Is I don't it, know if everyone really... Uh, what, should, what is the benefit of believing in Santa Claus? You know. Ignorance is bliss, baby. Yeah, childhood majesty. I mean, t- you could tell a child a story. You could still, you could just, uh, they could still gain stories rather than, you know, they don't have to believe it's true. Like, if they read I'm, Superman and a child totally understands that, like, what they're watching... Anyway, just cut me off while I'm in the middle of talking. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to keep me going. Yeah, you can yeah, do I, I want to believe as many true things as a few false things. Jesus, now You're welcome to believe me 